These lockdowns don't help anyone. <laughs> we start looking at people like we lost these feelings. Ah, the feelings. That pinch in your stomach anytime you hear that person's name. Just breathe. Like... How have you dealt with breakups? I get a lot of messages. I've gotten a lot of messages from people uh, going through this, going through breakups. And I'm not sure if it's because of the pandemic. I've just got a lot of uh, messages, a lot of DMs from people, you know, asking about how to, or, or something pertaining to a breakup um, and dealing with the emotions and some people just needing to vent. I'm not sure why I'm that guy, but <laughs> maybe it's been like that, you know, because I've gotten messages from uh, both sides of the spectrum uh, are cherishing the time, uh, the extra time spent with, you know, their significant other. And on the other side of it, I got messages from guys saying they felt caged in like a, a dog just wanting to get out. And, and I can understand both sides. So it's a tough thing to deal with. Like I said, I don't know if this is something that's been going on or maybe because of the pandemic, I have more time to you know, pay attention to the patterns of breakup. But lately, I've you know, really been seeing a lot of it, you know, or even just seeing people's posts, you know, just the sadness and the brokenness. I've went through a, a couple of my own, you know, breakups. Most of us have went through some sort of breakup. Uh, our, our heartbreak in our lives, whether it's an, as an adult or as a kid, right? So, uh, but for me, two of the most, like, worst breakups for me were, were long before the pandemic. So, you know, uh, many years ago, I went through a divorce, right? And that was obviously tough, you know, especially when there's kids involved, my, you know, my two sons. And then, you know, a couple of years after that, uh, I went through, it, it's, it felt like an even tougher breakup. With, with the relationship that followed after the, the, the divorce. It, it was tougher because at that point, I made a very conscious effort to get into a conscious relationship, right? I felt like I was more aware of myself, more aware of the do's and don'ts for Kel and, and just very clear on my preferences. So I was very aware when that went to hell, <laughs> it, it was tough. And it was less about the, the person and more about well, I, I, I just have more work to do than I thought <laughs> to be ready for a relationship. So that was the lessons learned in, in those two, you know, relationships in particular were enough for me to, you know, kind of take a step back and really assess and pay closer attention to both healthy and unhealthy relationship. But either way, regardless of what you may have gone through or whatever the situation might be, uh, whether it's because of the pandemic or, you know, the relationship was hurting before the pandemic and or you got out of the relationship before the pandemic and it still hurts. You know, the pandemic maybe made it worse for you because of lockdowns. You can't get out. You have more time to, to sit and stew about the, the wishes and wants and desires of, uh, of this person or what you could have done better or whatever. Right. They don't feel good. And I, and I get that. But because of the lockdowns, we've been kind of subjected to our homes obviously here in manila 
We're fluctuating back and forth between different quarantine classifications and lockdowns. So we're forced to stay home. And so then when you have these feelings, when you're dealing with breakups and when you're dealing with with those thoughts and those dreaded feelings, you have nowhere to run. Right. I don't know about you, but when I was when I'm dealing with certain things or when I was dealing with certain things, relationship or not. When I was dealing with feelings and thoughts and shit that just doesn't feel good, the last place I wanted to be was home. So I would go to the gym. And and people who know me and have followed me over the years know that the gym became a big part of who I am, the image. You know, when you go to my social medias, there's always something about working out. If you've watched any of the blogs, you know, it's about getting active and being active, and that's a big part of who I am, right? And a lot of that is because of that. I started getting serious about the gym when uh, I was going through the separation, you know, from the previous marriage and dealing with, you know, my kids being gone, you know, not living with me here in the Philippines anymore, you know, having to be a dad uh, through FaceTime, you know, the, the digital dad is what I became. So it was a lot of stuff for me to try to compartmentalize and deal with and at times it was just too much so I would you know go to the gym for hours and this is even while I was still playing professional basketball I'm still playing now but at that time it's it's kind of it was kind of unheard of playing pro ball it takes a lot of you know toll on your body if you're trying to play at a high level and play at your best so rest and all of that stuff is a is a huge deal well after practice i would rest for a couple of hours but then i'd be in the gym for another two or three hours and that was my way of coping that routine so i say all that to say these lockdowns don't help anyone (laughs) when you're dealing with these heavy feelings and these thoughts and these things that you can't seem to run away from now i don't i don't promote running away from your problems but i get it it's understandable sometimes it's just too much and too intense all right you just got to sit in it now because of the lockdown whether you like it or not and so you got to walk around your place and, and you still every now and again you'll you know check your drawers and you see the see the jogging pants that say juicy along the butt you go in your bathroom you still have that extra toothbrush that he or she uses or his musk or stank i don't know whatever the case may be, but you get what I'm saying. There's just a lot of reminders of this person and now being relegated to your place, it's even more irritating. With iPhones, if you have one, it does this thing where if you go to, I don't know what you call it, the widget screen or something, like you swipe, it'll have a picture at the top and it'll say, this happened on this day two years ago or one year ago. And and (laughs) I get those reminders every now and again. Now... You know, after being out of the relationship for a few years with all of that, now when I see it, it doesn't sting as much. But I I get it because it can. The main thing overall with dealing with breakups really helped me in the in the long run is sitting with the feelings, right? Not running from them. So that's like the best thing you can do: not running from the feelings, sitting in them. Not judging them, not labeling them, and and eventually, you know, as you do that, you allow yourself to be more and more present with those feelings, 
not judging them, not labeling them. They become less painful the more we allow ourselves to be present and aware of these things. But for a lot of people, and I get it, it was the same way for me. For a lot of people, that's hard to do. It's hard to just sit with those emotions and and just let them linger. We want to think about this person. We want to think about all the, the memories and the things that we're losing, all the time that we wasted or the time that we spent. So what I'll do, I'll just share some of the more tangible things that I've done or am in the process of still doing that you can do right now in order to deal with the breakup or these feelings. These feelings, ugh, the feelings, that pinch in your stomach anytime you hear that person's name. Let's try to go from the least intense to the more intense uh, things that we can do right now in order to deal with uh, the breakup and then and, and see what, what might stick. All right. So first, well, first, above all else, just breathe. Like, like literally breathe and remember that and know that it's not the end of the world. It might feel like it. Everything in your body and mind might be saying, this is it. What else am I going to do? What can I do? What am I going to do? That's what I thought when my when my now ex-wife and, and two kids, when I watched them, you know, I walked them into the airport and watched them walk through immigration and my youngest just waving as they, they went into the security check and I couldn't see them anymore. I thought, what am I going to do? Breathe. It's not the end of the world, right? So that's the first thing. And if you need breathing techniques, well, we can get into that too. I got some really good instructors for that, but realize that it's not the end of the world. That's number one. All right, so next, I think the thing that can, you can do right now, turn off damn sad songs. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, turn off the sad songs. You don't need to be riding around listening to Sam Smith singing uh, Stay With Me. Turn it off. Don't poke the bear. It knows exactly what it's doing. Turn off the sad songs. You don't need to sit with the sad songs to try to remind you of all the memories and trigger different things. Turn them off. Next, go around your place and put all their stuff in a box or an envelope or a capsule or whatever would fit all their stuff. Put it in there and put it away somewhere. Now I'm not saying, notice I didn't say just throw it all away because I know that's tough. If you, had, if you loved this person, you put in years, shared your life with this person, throwing their stuff away may not be the easiest thing to do, but you can put it all in a box, put it all in one place so that you're not walking around and getting blindsided or hit with these little reminders of this person. Put it in a box. Now, eventually, eventually you're going to burn that shit. Eventually, you're going to throw it away. 
If it's some expensive stuff and you need to give it back, take some time to get your, your heart and your mind right before you go and reach out to this person to give them their stuff back. Or if they ask for it back, give it back. You know, don't be a jerk. But eventually you want to burn all of it. Let it all go. You can literally burn it if you want to, but you got to let it go eventually. But putting the stuff in the box isn't a hard thing to do. At least you, you know where it's at. And you can make a conscious effort to not go to that place. All right. So next, if you're a social media person, stay off of social media for a little bit. Now, the next level of that would be block them. Unfollow. Unfriend. Stop following their lives. I'm a big believer of out of sight, out of mind. A lot of people have that urge, that tendency to just like, just peek and see what, what are they doing? How are they living? Who are they with? Who are they following now? Don't mind them at all. It's not about them anymore. It's about you. You have to do what you have to do to keep your mind right and to move on with your life. So stay off of social media. And if you can get to that next level of blocking them, unfollowing them, unfriending them, detaching from them digitally, do it. It's necessary, man. It's necessary. Next, go work out. Just like I said earlier, when I was going through my first really, really tough breakup, which was the divorce and separation, I just started hitting the gym hard. And this is while I was playing professional basketball. You know, my life is already about working out and being active. Go to the gym. If you can't go to a gym physically, start working out. Go on YouTube. Search home workout for whatever you want to do. Yoga, Pilates, Zumba push-up challenge, sit-up challenge, something. Do something. Start working out. Start working your body out. Because a healthy body helps a healthy mind, right? You start talking about endorphins. You start talking about the benefits of having a healthy lifestyle and having a healthy body. You know, you start doing the unhealthy things. That's when the quality of life starts to go down. Go work out. Go get active. If you watch my YouTube or you watch my vlogs, that's what it's about. It's about promoting, you know, being active. One of the last things I say, I'll put your feet down tomorrow and get active. It's, it's for that purpose. Number five is you put all this stuff in the box. Now go and scrub your home, your car, your work desk, and most importantly, your phone of this person. All reminders. Throw away the Valentine's candy box that you've held on to. Scrub your home of this person. Anything that reminds you of this person. Create your serenity. Recreate it again. And I think the hardest one right here is delete the contact. For me it was. 
when I look back, well, that was one of the hardest things, deleting the contact. Because you still hold out hope. You're like, what if, what if, what if, <laughs> what if, what if they call? What if I'm, I need to call them about something? Why? No, you don't. Maybe. Like I said, it's tricky when, when there's kids involved or connected through business. Something connects you that you really can't delete the contact, but you know the position better than anyone else. And if you're in a position where you can delete this person, delete the contact, delete it. One of my good friends, Lou, she told me when I was going through uh, just the detangling, she said, if you're not ready to delete the contact, block them for a little bit. Just block them for a little bit temporarily for a week or two and it helped because then I realized oh I, I really don't need this person I really don't need to hit this person up or follow this person the way that I have right delete it you got to get it out of your head the hoping hoping they call hoping they text hoping they dm hoping they watch your story and all that stop it stop the hoping Stop checking their social media. Stop trying to see when they were last seen online. Ask me how I know about these things. Stop it. You got to remember that you're in this position, which is out of the relationship. You're in that position for a reason. I don't know about you, but I had a tendency to romanticizing when I'm out of the situation. Meaning I'm always thinking, I was always thinking of only the good times. And that would make me sad when I thought about it. But maybe we could have made it work. Maybe we should have, maybe I should have. And you start blaming yourself. I could have done this. Maybe you could have. Maybe. But maybe you're not. Like we all have issues and we all play a part. No one's ever 100% right, no one's ever 100% wrong, even in the worst of situations, right? Everybody has their stuff. I get it. But the thing is, you want to get to a place where you're accepting what it is for what it is now and not what it coulda, shoulda, woulda been. Stop romanticizing. And I think the last thing before I close, before I end this, is the biggest thing. And that is go live your life. We start looking at people like we lost, we lose a relationship and we feel like we lost a leg. We walk around like we lost both arms, like life is just so dramatically changed right now. And that's not the truth. I get it. It hurts. I get it. Life has changed. The routines changed. But a lot of times we forget to live life. We don't reach out to our friends anymore. We don't call our family anymore. It's like we're in mourning. And it takes time. I get it. Especially if it's fresh, if it's new, you take your time. A couple days, maybe. A week. But if you're looking months, it's still hard to see pictures or see people associated with this person, hear their name, and have not found a routine that's healthy and happy for you. Something's gone wrong. Go live your life. And I would say don't jump into a relationship right away because that doesn't help you or the person that you're bringing into your life. Don't jump into the bed with someone right away because that doesn't help either. 
Ask me how I know. Go be with your friends. Go be with people you trust, people that understand you. Go have fun. I understand with the lockdowns, it changes a lot of things. Have a Zoom call with your friends every now and then. Take up a hobby. My mom messaged me from, uh, she's in Michigan right now. You know, she's in her 70s, and uh, the lockdown has been... My mom is one of those people that can't sit still. She messaged me one day. She told me she started taking up knitting. I'm like, knitting? <laughs> well, whatever you got to do, right? And it's like, that's what she can do at home. That's what seems right to her. So, mom, do what you got to do. Knit me a, a sweater. <laughs> Take up a new hobby, though. Build those new neural pathways. And that's, that's a good place to end it. Do the things to improve yourself and to improve your quality of life because this time is about you. It's not about them. Remember, you're out of this relationship for a reason. Do what you have to do to grow. Do what you have to do to improve the quality of your life in a healthy way, in a way that honors yourself and who you are, honors the respect you have for yourself and the value of who you are. That's the only way we get through.